You're listening to the Feminine Business School podcast, and I'm your host, Ainsley Young. My work is all about creating a wildly pleasurable and successful business without burning out your body and selling out your soul. I'm also really passionate about ditching the cookie cutter marketing strategies and finding what feels good to you when it comes to marketing. Join me as we talk all things online business, feminist marketing strategies, feminine embodiment, conscious leadership, and pleasurable productivity. Hit subscribe now and let's get started. And to learn the secret to fitting more pleasure into each day while ticking off your to-dos, download my free pleasure and productivity weekly planner. Head to startingwitha.com slash opt-in. Welcome to the Feminine Business School podcast. I am your host, Ainsley Young, and this week we are going to go on a juicy conversation about the importance of honoring your creative urges in your business. You know, those fiery sparks of an idea that might come through often at really random times and very often they can make no sense at all. So what are we going to cover in today's episode? Well, we're going to cover the four reasons why honoring your creative impulses is so important and how it impacts your business. We're also going to cover three very common scenarios or challenges that I see clients face when it comes to listening to and acting on their creative ideas. I'll share a personal example of how and why I chose to action a creative urge over abiding by strategy and logic and all of the shoulds. And finally, I'll share three tips on how you can work with your creative urges so they can become valuable business assets and a source of personal pleasure purpose, and power in your business. So why is following the pulse of creativity incredibly important in life and business? Reason number one, your creativity is a powerful channel for self-expression. By acting on your creative urges, so those ideas, those felt senses that are coming through, we're delving into deeper self-discovery and it gives us the opportunity to share our whole selves. And it's this kind of self-expression where we're expressing from a place of wholeness that is lit. And it's when you turn your magnetism on. And this makes it so much easier to attract your soul clients. Reason number two, tapping into your creative urges actually helps you to reduce stress and anxiety. It often really helps to regulate your nervous system. Just the act of creating inspires a sense of contentment within your body and it allows you to drop into a flow state, even when you're not necessarily working towards an outcome. Just that creative process helps to regulate your nervous system and we want to have a healthy nervous system in order to be the best that we can and to create a thriving business. Reason number three as to why honoring your creative urges is vital to your business And that is your creative ideas and those projects that are coming through are also a great way to just foster deeper connection with your audience, with your potential clients. Just by creating and sharing, you can attract like-minded people and opportunities into your life and your business. And finally, reason number four, your creative urges give you a sense of purpose. Just think, our businesses are creative ventures 
And we essentially make money through our expression, through our offers, which have all been created through us. Our body is the vessel for these creative urges to come through. Okay, so now that we've covered just some of the benefits of honoring your creative urges, let's talk about the three common challenges I see in clients when it comes to actually honoring and acting on those creative ideas, those creative sparks that they have in their own businesses. The first one, which I want to point out is common, is that sometimes clients have very few creative ideas coming through. They can feel really stuck. I like to call it they're creatively constipated. Everything feels very Groundhog's Day monotonous kind of in their life and business, but there's nothing actually wrong with their business, okay? Like their business is ticking along really well, but they just have an inkling that there could be something more that they could tap into, And this lack of creativity can be a result of being disembodied and having a hard time dropping into pleasure. Embodied pleasure is the gateway to our creativity. You don't have to necessarily sit there and think of an amazing creative idea. Often my best ideas come when I am doing an embodied movement practice, I'm going for a run, or often when I'm blow drying my hair. And I speak more about how to access your pleasure and what is your pleasure in, I don't know if it's like episode one of this podcast, but it's one of the first three episodes. So if you're interested, you can go back and have a listen. Now, the second scenario I see around people not honoring their creative urges is that we may have a creative desire, a project that we want to ignite and bring into the world, but we are waiting for permission. Now, clients are either waiting for permission from me from their audience, from their clients, from their business partner, from their family. They are very strategic. They like having a plan and things need to make sense for these clients in order for them to act on their creative urge. And they really do want this external validation or permission to act on this creative idea that has come through. And because they are just waiting for permission, guess what happens? Nothing. They are continually waiting for permission to action this brilliant idea, yet it never comes. It's in this instance we need to really tap into a client's power and sovereignty. And the third scenario is when clients say that they have so many ideas, they are ridiculously excited, yet they never follow through. They are great at daydreaming, yet never actually ground their ideas. And these brilliant ideas go into an idea wasteland. And as Elizabeth Gilbert shares in her magical book, Big Magic, it's not these words, something like it, but if you don't act on your idea, somebody else will. It'll just kind of go floating off into the ether. Somebody else will catch it and they'll make it their own. And if this happens, it can lead to frustration because again, the creative energy is not being actualized and it's just stuck in your body. And you're frustrated because maybe somebody else has taken that brilliant idea and run with it. So I'm curious, which scenario do you identify with most? The one about being creatively constipated, those creative ideas are coming through, but you can kind of feel that they might be there. The second one was around just waiting for permission, waiting for external validation, waiting for somebody to tell you that that idea is freaking amazing and you should go and action it. Or the third one around having so many ideas, you're like a kid thinking up all these brilliant things, but you're never actually grounding them. You're never actually putting them into place. They're just swimming around. For me, it's scenario number two, okay? When my creative urges don't necessarily make sense, 
I'm looking for permission to do the thing that I want to do. And for those who are similar to me, I want to share a personal example to show you that it is possible to follow your creative urges despite it making no sense strategically. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and following my work, you know I'm very strategic. I come from a psychology and marketing background. I love strategy. So hence why I am so called to working with the feminine and the depth of the body. But anyways, okay, so this creative urge that I had came at the start of the year and it was to have a digital product at a low accessible price point and to just share it. So I created an embodied activation called Embracing the Mess and Moving into Radiance. I actually have it on my website if you're interested to have a look and I can drop it in the show notes. Strategically, it made very little sense to launch this thing because I was halfway through a launch, which I ended up quitting. By the way, I talk about that in the last episodes. And I have a high ticket offer in my business. My offerings, my services are high ticket. So they're high touch, they're high end, they're high impact, high investment. And they're for established female entrepreneurs. So selling something at $11 doesn't make much sense. However, I wanted to experiment. I had the creative urge to give it a go and get out there. And I did it and it was great. And I just kept it all very simple in terms of the creation and the launch. And I was just open to the magic that could unfold. So apart from gorgeous people buying this embodied practice and sharing their positive feedback and the embodiment practice actually helping the people step into their radiance, there was this feeling of who knows what this could lead to? Who knows where this $11 digital product could lead to and what it could bring into my life? And it's also important to mention that this creative urge was also fueled by pleasure I ensured that I centered pleasure when I was promoting it, when I was creating it, all the things. And now I have an additional business asset in my business. If I had ignored this creative urge for whatever reason, it would still be stuck in my body and it would be benefiting no one. It would be probably causing a lot of frustration and a lot of like mental masturbation about what could have been. So I'm glad that I did it. So moving forward, here are my tips on how to work with your creative urges. Tip number one, if your creative urges are minimal or non-existent, you really need to focus on embodying pleasure, activating your pleasure so you can open up your feminine flow and let the creativity move through you. This is the embodiment work that I do with clients and it is so, so powerful. Tip number two, if your head is getting in the way of your creative idea and you keep coming back to it, it just doesn't make sense and you're waiting for permission or for someone to tell you it's an excellent idea, you need to go back and tap into your power. You are the source of your own power. Reconnect with the leader that you are and make your dreams come true. Make your creative urge a reality no matter what. And finally, tip number three, If you have an abundance of creative ideas flooding in, yet you never seem to ground them or bring them to life, you need to really go back and tap into your purpose. And what is the impact that you desire to have in this world? And does your creative idea align with this? And then you need to take action. You need to take aligned action, get productive and actually create and share your work rather than having multiple ideas and nothing to show for it. Okay. 
So I hope this episode has helped you to dig a little deeper into your own creative tendencies and what might be holding you back from bringing your brilliant creative ideas to life. And remember, your creativity allows you to express yourself your full self. And this is such a gift for both you, your audience, your clients. You never know what impact your creative idea could have and where it could lead. If you found this episode helpful in any way, I'd absolutely love it if you could share it on Instagram. You can just take a screenshot and share it on Insta stories and make sure you tag me so I can say hello, say thank you and check in on how you're going actioning your creative urges. Okay, I hope you have a wonderful week ahead, act on those creative urges, and I shall speak to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it and you received some tips and takeaways, or maybe a major aha. And if you did, please leave me a quick five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. I'd be so, so grateful. And if you'd like to connect, just come and say hi. DM me over on Instagram. You can find me at Ainsley Young. I'll speak with you soon.